0: Welcome back to On The Spot. Ben, Devin, we're here. We're talking. That's right. Every week.
1: We're on the spot.
0: Every week. Again, it's us two. Hey, listen, really quickly before we get into any word, anything like that, you know, Kelly joined us uh, for the first few of these that we did. You know, his son, Jesse, um, had major heart surgery here recently, uh, still recovering uh, in the hospital Ups downs, step forward, step back. Sometimes two here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just brother, if you if you listen to this, Sharice, if you listen to this at any point, we love you guys. We're praying for you. We're praying for Jesse, praying for the rest of the kids, and we'd ask our listeners uh, to join us uh, in prayer for the Blodgett family as they uh, continue through this process uh, with their youngest. So uh, we love you guys. Thinking about you. Love you guys. All right. Let's go for the word of the day.
1: Word of the day. Word up.
0: Consistency.
1: Ooh.
0: Consistency. And I typically will have a passage of scripture or something that has kind of led me to this. And it's, it's a whole life story kind of thing. Gotcha. Or a section of someone's life that's really kind of brought this word along. And I think it speaks to uh, my heart, and I think it's going to speak to your heart this morning, and I hope that it will speak to the heart of those who are listening to this today. Um, David. The nation of Israel cries out for a king. God's like, all right, it's not the time, but I'll, I'll give it to you. Get you one. Here you go. Anoint Saul. Send Samuel the prophet. Anoints Saul. Ups, downs, ebbs, flows, doesn't end well with King Saul. But in the midst of his reign as king, God sends Samuel again. says, I have someone that I have chosen. Go to Jesse. He has a son, and that's who's going to be king, my chosen king. So Samuel goes to Jesse. Jesse parades his sons in front of him Samuel's not feeling it doesn't feel the presence of the Lord on any of these um, sons of Jesse so Samuel asks him is this all is this all your sons do you, is this all you got basically he's like no oh, wait a minute I, I do have one wait a minute <laughs> now that you mention it i i do have another one he's the youngest he's tending some of my flocks samuel's like get him bring him. David. Hmm. David comes and Samuel's like, that's the guy. Spirit of the Lord said, that's him. Hmm. So he anoints David as king. Roughly 17 years, give or take a year, according to which theologian and biblical scholar (laughs) that you speak to in that range. From the time that David is anointed, identified, and called as the chosen king of Israel by God and by God's prophet Samuel, around that 17-year window, from the moment that he was anointed until the time that he sits upon the throne. And it wasn't just those 17 plus or minus years of nothing happening. It was 17 years of ups, downs, high moments, low moments, trials, triumphs, tribulations, fleeing for his life, living in caves, being persecuted, having to take refuge in the Philistine camps, the Israelites, a numero uno enemy, and David's the dude on the, number one on their top ten hit list, most wanted list because of the incident with Goliath. He went through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And we know, it's well documented, that David had his ups and downs in his life. Sure. in read the Psalms. Right. Yeah, just read the Psalms. Then read other records of David's stuff that, that went on with him. He He wasn't always the greatest person in the world. Mm-hmm. He had his sins. Okay. He had his struggles. And he had his areas to where he failed, much like you and I. Yes. But what we see overall is a life of consistency in his pursuit of the Lord. Regardless of the circumstances, we see a life that, again, I think that regardless of the highs and the lows, the faults, the failures, the victories, the triumphs, we see a life in a heart, at least, of consistency to God and to serve God. And that's what I would like for us to talk about today is consistency in the peaks and the valleys in the highs and the lows and the things that we face in life. So what comes to your mind, brother, whenever you think of consistency in our walk with God?
1: That's a great question. I mean, I think of consistency, and I think of determination. You know, it takes a determined heart, a purposed heart, a plan of action. You know, um, when you think about this, you know, we have to set our heart. I think of Jesus, who the Bible says he set his face to go into Jerusalem because it took some courage. And I think in consistency, there has to be, especially when you go through the battles and trials of life, ups and downs. You know, I love this word to this morning. To me, it really speaks powerfully because and I just feel like I'm in a downtime right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just discouraged and um you know but I just I love that you're saying hey I, you know this God speaking to me through you just saying hey be consistent and it's caused me hey what is consistency how do we make this out and when we're talking about this right now I'm like yes man I have to purpose my heart to go through these uh, this downtime that I'm not feeling all that you know energetic alive man on fire for the Lord where I just have to be like you know what I'm gonna go through this, plow through this, just like a plow through everything else, man. We have to go on. There's a multitudes of enemies surrounding me right now, but I have to cry out to the Lord, pour out my heart before him, and then just move forward. And I think that there it is, man, one step at a time. You know, I often look, sometimes when I'm getting discouraged is because I'm looking at all the negatives around me and rather than looking at you know hey whom I serve and his power and his ability and then just take focus on just what's my next step my next step is and here's the key word I'm going to focus and I'm telling my daughter all the time just be obedient yeah just be obedient to the Lord um this morning I was writing a little passage from uh, the book of Ecclesiastes and at the end he, you know, it's all just, meaningless yes I just love it you know he's going through he's chosen a lot of different things he's looking at everybody's life fools wise this that you know and he's, he looks through all these different things he said man you know, the best thing is just to have a good time you know enjoy yourself and then he says but remember this this is the conclusion of the matter you need to fear God and keep his commandments because the end result is you're going to stand before the king of kings and the lord of lords and he's yeah. going to bring everything everything you've ever done into account and you're going to give an answer for it. And it's like, okay, you know, so I was just like, Hey man, this purpose, my heart. So I love that consistency yeah. because man, it's easy when I'm discouraged just to be like, I'm not going to pray today hmm. or I'm, I don't even feel like reading my Bible, hmm. but you know, I'm going to do it anyways. A yeah.
0: couple things that, uh, that I want to share. Number one, I, uh, had a pastor early on, um, that, uh, one of his favorite, things to say whether it was in conversation or from the pulpit is it's all going to burn anyhow <laughs> <laughs> you know, just talking about all of these cares and everything that comes into our lives of just this that, that tend to pull us away um and our focus away from god you know just ecclesiastes man oh yeah it's like yeah man all of these things are great sure it's all going to burn <laughs> you know, it's all going to burn anyway um so I, I those words just continually echo mm. in my head. And then another um, thing is I remember when I first felt the call to preach, mm. when I first felt that. And again, I'm looking at David, called at this point, waited so many years, a couple decades, until he actually saw the fulfillment of the calling. Yes. And here I am, I'm called to preach. I feel like God is inspiring me through his word. Holy Spirit is speaking to me. All of these messages and revelation is just, it's popping out from the pages mm-hmm. of things that I've never seen before. And I'm just, oh, that's such a powerful message. And yes, mm-hmm. that's an incredible sermon. And oh, I can't wait to share this. And I'm I'm working on the river for a local company, which means I was gone a month, home a month. So there was automatically a month you know, there was six months I wasn't going to preach. Right, I wasn't serving as a pastor. I was just attending a church as a member. You know, I was serving there, but okay, there's. I maybe preach once a month, maybe. Right. When I'm home, and I just get to this point of frustration. Hmm. It's like God, you've caught me. You know, and I'm just like, my righteous indignation is rising up. I'm called. I'm anointed. You've purposed me, and I'm sitting here stagnant. I'm not doing anything. You're giving me all of these words. You're giving me all of this revelation. I have nowhere to share it. Oh, woe is me. Right. And and I remember being challenged by a, a thought that was, I'm convinced, inspired by God's Holy Spirit and like, if I never give you a pul- public pulpit to speak from, are you still going to seek me mm. with the passion and the intensity that you're seeking me like you think you're going to when you have a, a public pulpit? Mm. And I remember that challenging me in my heart because I really felt like in that moment God was revealing to my heart, you know, three reasons that He speak He was speaking to me at the moment, like in this message form. I believe that there are times that God, still to this day, and I have to recognize this and use this as a little bit of a litmus test, is like God is speaking something through his word, through his spirit, into my heart because he wants me to share that. It's something he's giving me to share right then. Then there's also times that he speaks things through his word and his spirit that I will share eventually, but it's not then. It's not in the now. And then this is the, the, the third one was the one that hit hit me the, the the closest to the heart and was the most challenging at the same time. That sometimes I share things with you through my word and through my spirit just because I like sharing things with you. Mm, so beautiful. Just because I like this moment that we're having here. And it's never meant for you to share.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that that really kind of put me in check at that point is like, okay, I have to be consistent. Whether I ever have a public voice or not, you know, a public stage, a big pulpit, whatever, I cannot compromise the way that I seek the Lord. And that that was one of those moments that truly spoke to me about consistency.
1: Well, I love that, uh, love that. That's, you know, such a wonderful thing is you're saying that God speaks to you for yourself. Hmm. Just, just a personal communication. That's how much he loves you. That he wants that moment of intimacy. That you can see a greater aspect of him and glory in his presence. I love that. I think that when we talk about David and the consistency in his life, he said, "One thing have I desired the Lord. One that will I seek after." Yeah to behold the beauty of the Lord, to dwell in his temple and to behold his glory. And I just think that is such a, just like you said, that's what he said. I want to just seek after. And then there's another place where he said, you said to me, Lord, seek my face and your face, and shall your face Lord, shall yeah. I seek? You know, just his, his, once again, his determination, his determined purpose was to get with God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we talk about relationship consistency. It takes a pursuit of God, just like it takes a pursuit, you know, if you've been married quite some time, it's easy to get into a complacent place where you're no longer pursuing your wife. No longer pursuing your husband like you once were. And that needs to be such a place where we come back to that and repent of that. And same thing with God is over and over again, we must keep falling in love with Him over and over and over again. We must be consistent in our pursuit of God because He's not done revealing Himself. He's not done showing you His glory. Just like you said, I love that, is that He's going to show you another side of Himself that you can fall in love with Him all over again.
0: And let's, let's just recognize it in David's life as we're sitting here quoting these psalms and just taking heart and encouraging ourselves. David was not always in the best place whenever he was making these claims. That's right. It's like what what you're going through this morning, what I feel like I've been going through recently and what probably a lot if not all of our listeners have a at least a history with if not a current situation of kind of being discouraged, mm-hmm. being deflated a little bit. When we see these we read those, we quote those from a from a place of encourage again David I I David turned and encouraged himself. Yes. In the Lord. Yes. Um most of the Psalms are written of almost like David. I just kind of picture it because there are times that I have to pull myself aside and have a talk with myself. Mm, amen. I'm just going, Ben, you're acting like a fool. Get it together, man. <laughs> you know, and people like you. you know. <laughs> but I see David in these same situations. And I believe that is most of the time where his writings came from of a place of discouragement, being disheartened, um, really going through some mental and, and emotional anguish. And David was crying out to God mm. and encouraging himself. Um, and that's you know, one of the best piece of, pieces of advice that was ever given to me to help navigate um, the flows of life was find your voice in the Psalms. Mm. When, when you are discouraged, when you're deflated, when all of this doubt is creeping in and you just feel defeated. I don't know if there's any other D words that I can alliterate right now, but you know when, when all of those Disillusioned, things. Disillusioned, yeah, disheartened. all of that. Uh, all of the, all of the <laughs> D words there. Um, when you're feeling those things, find your voice in the Psalms. Read the Psalms over and over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again until you find your voice. Because I don't know if there's another work, of a gathering of writings anywhere, holy or you know spiritual or secular, that encapsulates the range of emotions that we can experience as human beings better than the 150 Psalms.
1: You know, I, I love that. And, and, you know, and it comes back to also habits. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're going to talk about consistency, we often talked about habits. Yeah. I mean, I hope that everybody out there has a consistent habit of brushing their teeth. That's, that's a, a good one. That's a great that's a one to one. go. You know, cause It's going to help you win friends and influence people, right? <laughs> um, but in the same thing. Is your habit to get into God's Word? Mm-hmm. Is your habit to pray? Because if you build those two wonderful habits, it won't save you. Let's in for into heaven, right. but right. they will save you when you are going through some discouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it is the battle. You know, when we talk about you've set aside, you've niched out some time to spend with God, Satan is going to attack that time he's going to try to get dissuade you he's going to say it's worth nothing why are you getting up early why are you staying up late whatever your time period is there but once you build that habit it's going to save you it's going to save your breath with god right you know because you're getting that and and that's where all of a sudden this consistency of seeking god's face through prayer and through the word don't give up on that niche it out Notch it up, man. Make sure that's a habit because that's consistency, and that's going to show in your life and in the lives of. The, Paul said it like this: "Discipline yourself towards yep. godliness, which has promise of the life that now that is now and that which is to come." He said, "Bodily exercise profits a little." I mean, we niche out of time for bodily exercise, but what about God, yep. man? You know, He's so much more important. And I think those two you know worship all those things there's five big ones you know out there but i think those you know to get into the word and get into and make sure you're staying in prayer pouring out your heart before him because that's gonna that that long habit and fellowship i can't you know because sometimes you'll be those two are struggling you're working through them you're feeling like you're not reaching god no matter how much you read the word sometimes fellowship can be that final breakthrough you're all of a sudden you hear somebody and they're like going through the same thing and you're like Wow, or even like this morning, just your word of consistency has actually just peaked me up, man. I feel, yeah. oh, this is what God said, be consistent in it. Yeah. And I just feel like that's a direct word from God this morning. Yeah,
0: praise God, man. And that's, I mean, I, I think that that would, should and probably does speak to each and every one that's that's hearing us talk. I know it speaks to me, it speaks yeah. to you. Um, because even in our best moments, there's still that, I mean, there, there's no other option than for us to be consistent. Yes. Because even on at our best, uh, we're still not going to be able to sustain ourselves. Right. You know, uh, our best, the best that our moments can produce is still going to fail us at some point. That's right. Uh, that, that cloud nine is eventually not going to be a nine anymore. It's eight, going to dip seven, lower seven, on eight, that nine. scale, right? <laughs> I mean, it's going to, it's going to dip nine. lower. At some point, the white cloud that we're riding on gathers rain mm. and it becomes a dark cloud that's right um, and it's that consistency to me it's just as important maybe even more so to be consistent in the good times mm. and that carries us into the bad you know exactly. that, that carries us into the challenge because again it's that it's that continuing to build and use that muscle that way that it doesn't atrophy And whenever we come to where we need that, that it's not like that it becomes weak. So that time of just seeking God's face, just spending time with him in his word, even if it feels incredibly uninspired, and spoiler alert, it will. Yes, There will be times that it feels uninspired. Continue to do it. Buffet your body. Spending time in prayer. Mm. There will be times that it feels like your words come out of your mouth and fall straight to the ground. It will not feel inspired either. Push through it. Continue to be consistent with seeking the face of God. That obedience is better than sacrifice.
1: Mm You know, and I think we're you're just about to hit this in Hebrews twelve. We're talking about I've, strength, and I mean, you know, I've been you've been like trying right to get try on the to edge that. that run the race, man. Run the race, and therefore strengthen the hands which hang down and the few, so that what is lame. Uh, it, so what is weak may not be become lame or dislocated It kind of gives that thing that you need to strengthen these areas of your life and remain so i like that you use the aspect of working out because you know sometimes you're going to feel great working out and sometimes it's going to be just like blah i'm here at the gym or i'm working and i'm doing these push-ups i don't feel them today but you know when you need them that's when it's going to happen listen i've worked out twice so far this week
0: all right the first day Felt like trash, did not want to be there, had zero desire to be there, could not push any type of weight that I wanted to be pushing, um, you know, and then yesterday, I was, man, I could have eaten, eaten the iron, man, just bring bring me those 10-pound dumbbells, I'm feeling strong today, but, you know,
1: so, you're right, I mean, it's, yes. uh, how fickle a creature, creatures that we are. <laughs> but the consistent process of working out will give you strength when it's needed yeah. and it's the same thing spiritually The God said you know when you're consistent and you're doing those things and you're pursuing God's face and seeking his face when the dark times happen God will bring to you remembrance God will give you the strength he will just you know lift you up with wings like eagles we will run and not be worried I mean those are wonderful amazing promises and it doesn't mean you're not going to feel it for you know you're not going to go through it but sometimes it just might be hey just do it and then God's going to just wait for that time to say, hey, you know what? Now you're rising up. Now is come. Now it's time to soar, and all of a sudden you're in the glory, and you're up above cloud nine. Now, right? You're like soaring. You're like, yeah. well, there's the clouds down there. Yeah. I'm up with the Lord now, and that's the best, amazingest feeling yeah. ever in the world. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 joy. Yeah, no doubt.
0: Um, I'm going to have you pray here in a second, but I want to introduce just kind of one closing thought here. Yes. Um, don't allow. Um, because here's where the consistency really kicks in, and here's where discouragement can come in. A fight against the allowing of things happening as opposed to not happening mm. to dictate where you are in your relationship with the Lord. Yes, um, Because it's about the one who makes these things happen or doesn't. It, it, it's about the presence. It's not about the playing out. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: because I I think that, again, David, 17 years, he was promised something, it was going to happen. Um, Listen, 17 days, if I'm promised something is going to happen, and in 17 days it doesn't happen, I get discouraged. Oh, yeah. So it's that continually staying consistent to seek after the one who has promised, Mm. not the promise
1: itself. I love that. That is the final word right there because you want to seek God rather than his gifts. Amen. His face over his hand, man. Amen. Amen. Will you pray for us, brother? Absolutely. Father, we are so grateful for your presence, for your spirit, for your word, your encouragement. Thank you, Lord, Uh, just uh, how you lift up even in the moments of of just struggles and speak a word into our life, Lord God, that would just allow us to say thank you yet again. Lord, as we talk about our, our consistency and inconsistency, Lord, we are so grateful that even in our inconsistencies, you never fail. Mm-hmm. You are never inconsistent, God. You are consistently pursuing us, and we praise you and worship you and ask that you would help us. Lord, we are mindful to lift up Kelly Blodgett right now and mm-hmm. his family and little Jesse and his pray, Lord, for healing over his body, over his heart. Ask that your spirit would just be upon him right now, that you would touch uh, the whole Blodgett family, Lord, as they're up there in Cincinnati. And I just thank you for them. Thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen.